Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So excited to bring today's episode to you because you know what? This was divinely inspired. And when I received this download and wrote this blog entry, and now I'm turning it into a podcast, it could not have been any more obvious to me that it was from God and that it's meant for somebody. It might be meant for you. So I would encourage you to get a notebook, get your favorite beverage, and to make time to listen to this. Something I want to share is that you quite possibly, you don't, we don't even realize this because the enemy's so stinking sneaky. He starts to cause us, you probably can relate to this, <clears throat> to tune out those voices that are trying to get us to change our ways. And so sometimes we start to tune out those people who are helping us to walk in the light. So my encouragement for you is to see right now where you might start to be like kind of exhibiting that in your life. And you're not leaning into the things that maybe I'm sharing with you either in the podcast or maybe you're listening and you're somebody in the thinner circle or you're somebody in the seekers method and you've begun to tune me out. I need you to know right now that that is a weapon that is a tool in the enemy's toolbox. Okay. So now that I've said all of that, let's dive into today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about how your faith can heal you. There's going to be scripture, <laughs> excuse me, there's going to be scripture that I'm going to share. Um, and of course, I'm always going to give you solutions. So you might want to take notes. So we're talking about losing weight and how your faith can heal you and help you to go more deeper with God so that you can lose weight. I mean, because let's face it, losing weight is hard. And it can be draining. I mean, it could even be frustrating and even, dare I say, at sometimes defeating, right? I mean, and you know what else? It's kind of even harder in certain seasons of our lives. You know what I mean? Like you're going into menopause, perimenopause, all of those things. To, it's, it's hard in those seasons to just keep going, especially when you don't see the results that you had expected or the results that you might be used to seeing. Maybe you're there at that point right now on your weight loss journey. Like you've been at it. You've been trying to lose weight for a while now. And you're, you, you're trying to lose weight for so long and you're just getting tired. You're getting weary. Does that sound like any truth of your own, right? You know what I mean? You're getting weary. Maybe you're getting frustrated. You're ready to just throw in the towel and to just eat all the things. It's like that mentality comes back. Well, if I can't lose weight doing all the hard things, I might as well just do all the easy things, right? So this episode is for those of you who are feeling weary in weight loss. Today, I want to help you to have restored, to have a restored hope and faith and a renewed sense of purpose and commitment on your weight loss journey. What I'm sharing today is straight, straight out of the pages of the Bible. I mean, it's scripture that God directed me to, to help you to understand more completely what is going on with your weight loss, like with the difficulties that you're having and what you need to do about it. He has impressed upon my heart that there are natural laws in his word that apply to you that you cannot escape even in weight loss. I hope you might lean in and you might even take notes during today's episode of the podcast. So I'm going to start off by sharing the scripture that inspired everything I'm going to share with you today. It's Galatians 6, 7 through 9, which says, 
do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good because in just the right time, you are going to reap a harvest of blessing if you just don't give up. I mean, you know, you probably already see it, right? Do you already see everything that I'm going to be sharing with you? Like, do you already know in your knower what we're going to be talking about? Galatians reminds us that what we plant, we harvest. It is a natural law, a law that you cannot escape. And for many of us, many of us, we've spent a lifetime planting seeds of you know, on our weight loss journey, we're, we're planting seeds of flavor and fullness and quantity and ease and um, comfort and even joy in our food life. And then we get kind of surprised and shocked a little bit because of what we harvest from planting those seeds. Am I right? The result of sowing all of those wrong seeds is our weight problem. We harvest the consequences, which basically amounts to being unhealthy to the point of extra weight. And this is where we begin to step into having middle age belly fat. Like that won't go away because of our age. And we can't escape our fat pants because we seemingly somehow almost even overnight have become weight loss resistant. I mean, can you relate to any of this? (laughs) That's exactly where I was for so long. And then, you know, you get to that point and then you like to make matters worse. The minute you want to lose weight, you struggle because losing the weight means also losing a little bit of your identity, right? Like the fun things that are left in life of how losing your identity of, of how you live in this world, because losing weight means, it means you need to restrict yourself and having to focus on eating healthy, which you know, isn't the best, most exciting thing. which But it also kind of means that on some level, we know that we're going to lose the joy that we have placed with certain foods that we love eating. I mean, does that sound familiar? And then, you know what, on, on another level, we don't like that. We don't look forward to it. We don't want to do it. But then as we begin stepping into a diet, we start noticing that we're not able to eat the things. We notice the loss of flavor, the loss of constant fullness, the volume that we're used to seeing on our plate, or even the ease of which we could get food, like through drive-through and all of the things, and the comfort that we found in all of our favorite and familiar foods, even from the stories that we had about those foods, whether it's, you know, I eat this on Fridays, or we're Italian, we have a big lasagna spread on Sundays, or, you know, this whatever the story is. I mean, it's like when we know we're going to start a weight loss program, we go through a food identity crisis to the point of sabotage. And this is where we find ourselves feeling emotional in weight loss. Because let's just face it, right? Breaking up with food and all of the bad habits that led us to this point of, you know, how much we weigh right now to this point of weight gain is emotional and hard because we've done it for so long and we're so used to running to food. 
when we have emotion or celebration. Like we run to food for love and happiness and fullness. We run to it for assurance sometimes. Like just that feeling it gives us of not feeling hangry anymore. And we sometimes even run to it to avoid emotions. I mean, can you relate to that? Excuse me. All of this is hard because deciding to lose weight means so much more than just changing what you eat. It means changing who you are, how you cope, how you show up, and how you live. In fact, many of us don't even, a lot of us don't even want to include God in our weight loss journey, not only because we've been not only because we've never been shown how to incorporate God into our weight loss journey, but because we're, we're a little bit afraid of what he's going to take away or what he's going to tell us to do. Think about it. Has that, has that ever crossed your mind? <laughs> it's like we don't want to be parented, told what to do in this area of our lives, despite knowing that we need to change. All right, so after this commercial break, we're going to unpack this a little bit more. I want to share with you the truth about, listen to this, the truth about evil and where motivation and willpower fit into your weight loss journey. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Hey, you. All right, welcome back. So what I need you to see today is that every action has a result. And I know you know these things, but I need you to make the connection in your faith, okay? If you live to please your own desires, you are going to harvest a crop of sorrow and evil. The scripture tells us. So what are the desires that you have been living to please? And what, what, like think about the sorrows, like, or the desires rather that you have been, you know, living to please, you know, whatever it is, it's a craving, a temptation, all of it. What are the desires that you have been living to please that have given you a physical, spiritual, and emotional crop of sorrow? I mean, I, I hope you'll actually hit pause and you'll think about that for a minute. Think about your weight loss journey and all of the other habits and actions that you take or don't take for that matter daily. What happens? Let's let's unpack this for a sec. What happens? What happens to your weight loss progress when you give into temptation? Like what happens to your progress? Do you see the law of sowing and reaping here? What happens to your thoughts? Okay, let's okay, let me just slow down share a little bit. What happens to your thoughts and even your willpower and your motivation? when you begin to focus on what that number on the scale says. Because I don't know about you, but it can be the very thing to keep me, that used to keep me going around and around and around the mountain. And, you know, another question is, what happens to your ability to eat well when you when you come home from a long day and you're tired? Or maybe your schedule is so jammed packed that you're too busy. Or maybe you're just a little bit too lazy to get up and meal prep. Like, what happens to you in those the scenarios? And even more, temptation, willpower, motivation, the scale, chronic fatigue, busyness, and even laziness are all seeds of sorrow that we plant and then we reap a harvest of those seeds. So when you sow lazy seeds, you harvest the results of your laziness. When you sow into temptation, you get those results. You get sorrow and you get evil. I mean, it's just, 
nobody's nobody ever spoke to me this way and gave me all of this in the right context before. Remember, if you've been following my podcast for any length of time, and you might be familiar with the fact that I have a giant dog named Charles Stanley who's barking in the background because, you know, the wind's blowing. Anyhow, um, you might remember that I told you what evil means. Evil means something that brings you sorrow and distress or even misfortune. So how much have your bad seeds that you've been sowing, how much have they been giving you sorrow, distress, or even misfortune? I mean, you know all of this. You've experienced all of it. And you're likely even a little bit defeated by it. There is a natural law of sowing and reaping. We harvest whatever we put in the ground, whatever we plant, even in weight loss. I know you know already know all of it, but today we're going to look at things a little bit differently from God's perspective, because when you see things as God sees it, you step into finding the way out of it. God will help you lose weight. This might be a word for somebody. So if you're taking notes, write this down. God will help you to lose weight, but only because of you seeking to find your life in him. Like, that's powerful. But why will he help you lose weight, right? Why is because this life of yours, even your ability to successfully lose the stinking weight, has more to do with who you are becoming than it is just about losing the weight. You already inherently know this, but you just haven't connected like your faith. You haven't allowed the connection of your faith to take place here. You already you already knew all of this, but you just haven't connected and even just allowed even your faith to heal you. So many women that I talk to on a, on a weekly basis who reach out to me about joining the Seekers Method, so many women think it's vain to ask God for weight loss. And you know what? Maybe for some of them, maybe it is, especially if that's all that is in their heart. But God sees your heart. I mean, is it is it vain to go to God and to ask him to help you to get out of a house of bondage that you might be stuck in with your food? No. Is it is it vain to, you know, I mean, no, that's that's totally not vanity. You can go to God and ask him to help you to get unstuck if you're in bondage. You can ask him to help you, <coughs> excuse me, to release you of your pride and how you know what to do, all the things, you'll just figure it out. Like we don't even see pride on our weight loss journey. You can ask him to help you release your pride, idolatry of food and habits and and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Even oh, rituals, you know, or traditions. You can go to him and ask him to help you be released of gluttony, of selfishness, you know, of going to food for all the wrong reasons, the way that we go to food for emotional support. So you can go to God and he will help you with all of these things because this is about how we as Christians, you know, what? as humans, we have a sin nature. We naturally want the joyful things in life, the easy path, the path of least resistance. We naturally then cheat on our weight loss journey because it seems so harmless. We look for all the hacks, all the, you know, get skinny quick techniques. Um, and we constantly wait to just feel like it. Think about your journey. I want you to think about your weight loss journey. Do you ever look for the shortcuts? 
Do you ever find yourself not feeling like doing the thing you know you need to do? Does that ever happen to you? I want you to lean in and pay attention to this. Because we get stuck in weight loss. We think motivation is just going to show up and we rely on willpower. Not even realizing how much we have become a weapon formed against ourselves. And that is because we are born, when we're born again, we were saved in our spirit. Our spirit was born again at that time. Our flesh is still carnal. Listen to this. Your flesh is still carnal and prone to follow your sin nature, to take counsel from your flesh and to easily conform to the patterns of this world, especially with food, because we've always kept it separate in our lives. But your faith can heal you in your mind and in your body where you need the healing to take place. Your job is to see what your part on this journey is. Your part, your part is going to, your part is going to God for renewed thinking so that you can stop conforming to the patterns that have, that have conditioned your thoughts and step into instead a transformed life. If you are stuck in weight loss, it is because this area of your life is still under the authority of your flesh and not your spirit. You worship God and you follow Christ, but your weight loss journey is just separate. It's almost like in a metaphorical box, if you will. You might not even see how you have kept God out of your food choices because in your old sin nature, your flesh mastered you and sin was totally acceptable to the point of becoming sin sick. If you have, you know, if you followed me for any amount of time, you should already know by now what the real definition of sin is. And I encourage you, if you don't go and look up James 4.17, because you know, in your new divine born again nature, your spirit, he wants to lead you, but you need to be shown how to no longer be mastered by your flesh, but instead be mastered by your spirit under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So how can you fix this? If you're a note taker or you're taking notes, I encourage you lean in and right after this quick commercial break, I'm going to tell you how you can fix this. Hey, you really quick, I want you to know that if you are struggling to lose weight and you're looking to go deeper with God, then I encourage you to watch for and consider enrolling in the Seekers Method the next time it opens. It opens three times a year for enrollment in January, April, and September. Soon I will have a new version of the Seekers Method, which is available to you to subscribe to um, year-round, and it will have an, a companion workbook available. For more information, I would encourage you to go to sherrycapola.com and fill in the stay in the loop section where you'll give me your email address and I'll let you know when this is available. This and much, much more is coming along um, as far as workshops, all of these other things that are coming along. And when you subscribe to sherrycapola.com, you will be first in the know. But the other way that you can follow me, just so you know, is also through Facebook, YouTube, or even my Instagram account. You can find me either Sherry Capilla or you can find me at Coach Capilla. And that's literally the at sign Coach Capilla. But I want you to know that when I roll out new content, my podcast listeners, for being a subscriber, you will receive special discounts that you can only get while because you're a podcast subscriber. All right, I've rambled enough. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back. <clears throat> so how can you fix this? How can you change? How can you get out of your own way and stop being a weapon formed against yourself? How can you actually just lose the weight already? 
your weight loss success is going to depend on you seeing and remembering that you are a spirit who has a soul and who lives in a body. Your power and authority rest in your spirit, even in weight loss. Through your faith, you can begin to heal your body and see the right seeds. You can heal your body and see the right seeds that you need to start planting for restored physical, spiritual, and even emotional health. Weight loss is a byproduct of restored health. Did you hear that? Your ability to lose weight is commensurate with your ability to get your body back to a conditioned state of restored health. And restored health is simply a byproduct of your learning to lead your body with a renewed mind, where you yield to the Holy Spirit's leadership instead of being mastered by your flesh. Like, it's just that simple. (laughs) How do you do this? How you do this? How do I want to say this? How you do this in weight loss is by remembering that you are not here to be thin, okay? I just need somebody to hear that. You need to remember that you are not here to be thin. You are here to serve Him. When you begin to focus on God and you focus on His strength and His will and His ways, His timeline, and you begin to sow the right seeds that that will, will yield weight loss, that's how things change. Weight loss is a process that is going to take some time. So much needs to happen inside of you before the outside is ever going to look like there's any progress. Just like what needs to happen when you plant a seed. I mean, think about it for a minute. You know this, a gardener needs to tend to that seed. You've probably grown something, if not with your kids, you know the process. A gardener needs to tend to that seed to make the conditions of the soil and the moisture and the sun and all the things just right. Not just once, but repeatedly. And then once that seed is taken root, root, it begins to transform. Undoing the patterns of a dieter's mindset where you repeatedly start and stop different diets and you yield to the voice of temptation and you sabotage yourself as soon as things get a little bit uncomfortable takes a long time. Okay, you just need to know that. This is something nobody ever whispered into my ear that I would have given anything to have known. And you know what else takes a while? The renewing of your mind as you step into becoming a seeker and you release being a dieter focused only on weight loss. The minute you drop all that crap, I'm, I'm just being real with you now. The minute you drop weight loss and you pick up the pursuit of life gain, seeking God and holiness as you walk in righteousness, you begin to plant seeds of health in your future, health in your thinking about your food and your actions that are necessary, seeds of supernatural energy to suddenly have the desire to prep and cook where you'd previously just been a little bit too lazy. You can start to plant seeds of joy in the journey instead of joy in the food and the flavor. I mean, I had joy while I was losing weight when I became a seeker that I never had when I was just dieting. You'll start to plant seeds of faith in God as your comforter, God as your comforter, when you're feeling doubt and despair in your progress, because it's going to happen. Versus, you know, the other seeds that you plant versus seeds of trust in your food or habits as your comforter. If you plant seeds to please your own sinful desires, you will reap a harvest of sorrow and evil 
just like the scripture says. But if you plant to please God, you're going to harvest joy and everlasting life. That's where restoration takes place and weight loss becomes a byproduct. So ask yourself, you know what? What kind of seeds am I planting? What kind of seeds should I begin to plant? What do I need to do every single day so that I can make change happen? And, you know, ask yourself this. What will I do when I'm not seeing progress despite all of my right efforts? Stop disconnecting your weight loss journey from your faith. Your faith is the way to restored health because restored health is the means to which you can be around here long enough on this planet to do God's will in your life. I want you to write this scripture down. Jesus said in Mark 5:34, your faith has healed you. Think about that for a minute. What I'm telling you is scriptural. This is not just some fluffy thing that some Christian life coach has made up. No. Your faith has healed you. Right from Mark 5.34. It is only faith that releases God's healing power. Though you don't see immediate results, be reminded that God is at work. God's work is at hand. And progress is all on his timetable. It's all relative to your obedience. He is birthing something new inside of you that, that, that must take place before the outside of you will ever look different. I mean, I never knew this. So I hope you'll lean in and you'll get this. My weight loss journey, it, it took me through three years because looking back on it, I know this now because I had to heal my soul first, my mind, will, and my emotions. I tell women all the time, we lose weight between our ears. Okay. (laughs) And Men lose weight differently, but we lose weight between our ears. I had to heal my soul first. And I, after that happened, I started to finally get it. And I started to finally plant seeds of trust and obedience and a little bit of suffering and yielding and crucifying my flesh where my flesh had bad habits and casting out what was from the enemy and doing spiritual warfare daily. I had to be diligent and I had to plant seeds of endurance, of self-control, of doing what I knew I needed to do, even though I didn't want to, I didn't feel like doing it. I had to plant seeds of patience and joy and prioritizing seeking God. And from all of that, my harvest has been and continues to be that I'm creating the fruit of the spirit in my life. And I had that fruit during my weight loss transformation. I mean, think about it. How much more amazing could life be if while you're losing weight and you're trusting God for his timing and you're going to him for power and strength when you feel powerless and weak and you're doing all of the things and you're just focused on all of the things that he's going to do, how much more different and more enjoyable would life be if you could be on your weight loss journey, maybe not see anything happening physically, but you know something's happening because internally, spiritually, and emotionally, emotionally, you're changing. And while you're going through the journey, you have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's exactly what I had. And from all of that, I've stepped into the blessings of restored health, spiritual maturity, 
and even weight loss. I mean, I'm sitting here right now. I've not told anybody this. I'm sitting here at the age of 48 and I'm a size zero. Now, what you need to know about me is I'm not six foot five. (laughs) I am five foot two. I might be like five foot now. (laughs) My point is I never thought I would fit into my gigantic closet of clothes. And you know what else? Even more, I have lost my old ways of living and being how I used to show up as I found my life in God's will. I encourage you to plan for weight loss to be a byproduct of restored health as you pursue life in Christ every single day, sometimes even every single hour. Don't get discouraged by what you don't yet see. Keep doing the right things as you practice yielding to the Spirit's guidance, as you work with God to renew your mind and to transform your entire life, inclusive of your physical body. Trust in God for the results. Do what you can do, and He will do what you can't do. And you know what? In due time, you're going to reap a harvest if you don't succumb to being weary and you don't give up to every single whim of your flesh, even in weight loss.